very good morning to you all and a very warm welcome to worship with us here this morning. We'll be having a meeting for prayer at the close of today's service and we're going to have it in the large hall today because the last time we had it in here it was too noisy and it'll be worse today with the Christmas trees. So if you would like to join us for prayer time, a short time of prayer at the close of the service, please go out by that door and across into the large hall. There'll be a blue service at two o'clock this afternoon and this Thursday service as usual at half past ten. The craft team have asked me to say a huge thank you to everyone who decorated and helped to set up and tidy up after the Christmas tree festival yesterday and to Andrew and to Stuart for the lovely carol service. Donations in the tea room came to £112.91. So thank you all very much. It was a great day. It was a pity it was so wet. I know that it kept a few people at home who might otherwise have joined us. The trees are still there and there are still leaflets available if you don't have the explanation of what's going on. Please feel free to have a look at the end. May Harvey's funeral um, will take place on Tuesday the 19th of December at quarter past 12 here in the church and at half past one in Holmesford Bridge Crematorium. There are free will offering envelopes at the front door. I think those of you who have to get them have already got them, so thanks to those that helped with that. Country dancing meets on Thursday afternoon and it's the Care and Share Christmas lunch this Friday. There will be a kirk session and congregational meeting in Park Church in Ardrossan on Wednesday the 13th of December at half past six to discuss and vote on an amended basis for union. Please attend that meeting if you are able to. Wednesday at half past six in Park Church. These are all the intimations. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, so good to see you all, uh, <clears throat> quite a number of good friends and colleagues. So good to see you and delighted that we are able to worship together. Uh, last week we had, we started on a journey where our Sunday school um, in that corner have been educating us a little bit on what Advent is. So they are continuing today um, to educate us. Please listen and pay attention to uh, the other young people who are going to be doing something. Every step counts. So please watch and be on the lookout. Thank you. We are all getting ready to enter the mystery of Christmas. So let's go with the prophets, the Holy Family, the angels, the Magi, and all the rest to make the journey that was not just back then, it is also now. Prophets are people who come so close to God, and God comes so close to them that they know what is most important. They pointed the way to Bethlehem. They didn't know exactly what was going to happen there, but they knew this was the place. Stop, watch, pay attention. Something incredible is going to happen in Bethlehem. This is the light of the prophets. Let's enjoy the light. Here is the Holy Family. The Holy Family is on the way to Bethlehem and we are going with them.
Here is the Holy Family. The Holy Family is on the way to Bethlehem and we are going with them. Mary was about to have a baby. It is very hard to walk when you are about to have a baby. Sometimes she could not take another step. Then she rode on the donkey. It is also hard to ride on a donkey when you're about to have a baby. When she couldn't ride another step, she got down and walked. <laughs> she rode again and she was tired. She rode on the donkey. And then she got off the donkey again and she walked. They must have been the last people coming up the road to Bethlehem that night. Here is the light of the prophets. Here is the light of the mother Mary and the father Joseph as they make their way to Bethlehem. Let's enjoy the light. Now watch. I'm going to change the light. Do you see how the light of the prophets is in just one place? And the light of Mother Mary and Father Joseph is just in this one place. I'm going to change the light so that it can be every place. Watch. Do you see how the light has not gone? It is changed. It is not in one place. Now it is spreading out, getting thinner and thinner, fill up the whole. The room is filling up with the light of the prophet. And with the light, Mary and the Father Joseph. Anywhere you go in this room, you can come close to them today. Thank you. The second one, too. Keep. Give it up for our lovely team. Thank you so much for educating us and uh, continuously doing that. And today, uh, all children are also please invited to immediately. Can you wait for the song? Because it's really nice. I think it will be good. Take your seats. Um, today we are also quite privileged, uh, you know, we are a church that is so diverse. Uh, we have borrowed today two of members of HICAC to come and entertain our children. So we've got a puppet show um, <clears throat> which is going to be going on uh, in, the in the larger hall after the song, the kids will be going. Uh, I now want to invite uh, Liz, who is going to sing for us, and please, Liz, come forward. That's just going to be a bit different from what you usually get, but nevertheless, join in if you know it. Now this is a sort of wee swingy one if you like to get the feet up. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, 
I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Oh Lord, let it shine I find a cherished friend Jesus is his name I find a treasured friend Jesus is his name He is always by my side On him I can depend Let it shine Oh Lord, let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, oh Lord, let it shine. I want the world to know I'm as happy as can be. I want the world to know I'm as happy as can be. All my fears are gone, I welcome each new dawn. Let it shine, oh Lord, let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, oh Lord, let it shine. My song is just for him. Rhythm flows within, song is just for him, rhythm flows within. T tones of love ring out, this time I'm gonna shout, let it shine, oh Lord, let it shine. One more time, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine. Oh Lord, let it shine, Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! The Christ child comes and we await his birth. Let us throw off distractions and allow the chaos to settle. Let us watch for the signs and listen to the messengers. Let us stand on tiptoe and shout aloud and sing. Something new is emerging. Something new is being birthed. We stand together as we sing loudly, as loudly as we can. Come, thou long expected Jesus.
Please be seated and I would like to invite Andrew to lead us in the prayer of adoration and praise. The prayer I have this morning, I've, the first part of it I have lifted from another source. It's an Advent prayer, it dates back to the 10th century. We're talking 11 centuries. And I thought it was important because that gives us the link with the past that people have been celebrating Advent for hundreds of years with the same hopes. Uh, when I say we further pray, that's back to 21st century and me. So I apologize if it's not up to scratch. So let us pray. You are our eternal salvation, the unfailing life of the world, light everlasting. You are truly our redemption. Grieving that the human race was perishing through the tempter's power, without leaving the heights, you came to the depths in your loving kindness, readily taking our humanity by your own gracious will. You saved all earthly creatures, long since lost, restoring joy to the world. Redeem our souls and bodies, O Christ, and so possess us as your shining dwellings. By your first coming, make us righteous, and at your second coming, set us free, so that when the world is filled with light and you judge all things, we may be clad in spotless robes and follow in your steps, O King, into the heavenly hall. And we further pray, saying, O God our Father, we are preparing to celebrate the birthday of your Son, Jesus Christ. While we recall his coming as a tiny babe in weakness and humility, may we be reminded that one day he will come in power and glory. We make this prayer to you through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit forever and ever. And we further pray using the words that our Lord Jesus Christ taught his disciples. And we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Andrew. So our children are not here, and that's really in line because we do not have an O-edge talk. <laughs> but what I would like to, what I would like you to do, is in preparation from for for the sermon later on. I want you to think. I can see young and old in the building. But I want you to go back as far back as you can uh, when you were young and think of themes or what happened during times like now when we were approaching Christmas. Um, what did you do? What kind of things did you do? Or do you remember something of interest? Pantomime, all right, all right. Was that uh, how many years ago? <laughs> all right, okay. It's still happening. All right. Uh, all right. A party. Girls' brigade. All right. Others. Sunday school nativity play, all right? Um, if you're struggling, let me perhaps probe you further and say, uh, I'm going to ask the same kind of question in the sermon, uh, so be prepared for it. But some of you can share now. 45 years ago, some of us were still young. Um, <clears throat> yes, 45 years ago, what kind of things were happening then? Can you try to think? 
when people were approaching the, the Christmas season? What were the kind of things you would come across? Uh, please don't, don't let me bore you with, my, with the details when I was young, 45 years ago. <laughs> uh, anyone? Carol singing outside. Okay, wow. Buying presents for children. Buying presents for children. So that was still the same 45 years ago. All right. Shops were much busier. All right. All right. Salvation Army Band. All right. All right. We're going to leave the rest, but I want you to think now you've shared sort of things that you were doing and, and, and all that. But I want you to think of themes. What were the kind of themes like when you were young? What was something that would tell you that is now approaching Christmas? Uh, think about that as we're going to be singing our next hymn, In Christ Alone.
please be seated and now our offerings to the work of God will now be received. Gracious God, we present to you our gifts from our diversity of callings, the monies we bring as well as ourselves. We are returning thanksgiving for the generosity with which we've been blessed to enable missions in our communities and across the world. May this offering be pleasing to you and aiding in accomplishing your work in the world. You are the God of peace. Completing us, good work you have started. As you refine us, melt our cold hearts, mold our lives and nature us in the good stewards, to be good stewards you would have us to be. <coughs> May giving these gifts be part of that process, since we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. We turn now to your word as it is going to be read to us. Make us hunger for this heavenly food that it might nourish us today in ways of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, the bread of heaven. Amen. I think this time usually people would expect the obvious. And I think what a challenge. Uh, this morning we have to receive from Paul the Christmas story. Galatians chapter 3 and we're going to be reading from verse 26 through to chapter 4 verse 7. It is through faith that all of you are God's sons in union with Christ Jesus. You were baptised into union with Christ, and now you are clothed, so to speak, with the life of Christ himself. So there is no difference between Jews and Gentiles, between, between slaves and free men, between men and women. You are all one in union with Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are the descendants of Abraham, and will receive what God has promised. But now to continue. The son who will receive his father's property is treated just like a slave while he is young, even though he really owns everything. While he is young, there are men who take care of him and manage his affairs until the time set by his father. In the same way, we too were slaves of the ruling spirits of the universe before we reached spiritual maturity. 
But when the right time finally came, God sent his own son. He came as the son of a human mother and lived under the Jewish law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might become God's sons. To show that you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who cries out, Father, my father. So then, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And since you are his son, God will give you all that he has for his sons. May God bless to us this reading through his word. Amen. Thank you, Jean. We think about the words of God we have heard read as we continue to worship God, singing together, when out of poverty is born. Hymn 291. seated. Last Sunday we had the privilege to hear the Christmas story which was shared to us through the Gospel of John and we were able to relate with the story as it was told by John. Not a very familiar passage that most of us would like to go to uh, especially when we think of the Christmas story. And one of the fascinating things for me as I listened last week was this. This particular, two verses in particular. Verse 4 that said, In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. And then verse 5 which said, The light shines in the darkness and the darkness had, has not overcome it. So there's a sense in which we were grappling with this whole idea of how John presented Jesus to us. I've already started with you 
uh, earlier on and I asked you questions about themes that you used to hear around Christmas time. Perhaps this is the time now to share some of those. What were some of the themes that would come through if you go back so many years when you were still young? What were the, the themes that would come in the streets? What, what would people say? I'm expecting responses. <laughs> I'm not just asking a question. What would people talk about when it was nearing Christmas? I warned you, this question was coming. What kind of things would people talk about? When would World War end? Okay, all right. Others? All right, so there was a sense of celebration and people would go an extent of saying, come along, children or families come together. Okay, others? At church. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. All right, special gifts prepared for children. Great. Anybody else? So there's a, a general agreement that there's always this excitement around this time of Christmas. Uh, when I grew up 45 years ago, um, <clears throat> it was the same. People would be in that jovial mood where it's almost as if closer to the 25th, if you where to, I grew up in a very rural, uh, not as the villages we have now, but very rural. And if you were to get into any house around the 24th or closer to the 25th, you would be given the best meal, whether you ask for it or not. You would get the biscuits. Um, you would get anything. You know, people were in that mood of giving. Now, I've not stayed in America, but I'm glad. I've got a friend who, has, who is in, in, in the service, Reverend Gordon, um, who has stayed in America. Um, and I, I wonder if this is only in America. So I'm talking of America because at least then you can all feel safe uh, to say, uh, this is not us. But there's a sense in which among young people and old people, uh, mainly in America, I wonder if it's the same in Scotland, but there's a sense in which people say, buy me, do this for me. Is it also common in Scotland? Not quite. But if you look around young children, there is a sense in which they are looking forward and there's a sense in which they're saying, give me something to show that really you care about me. I wonder if it's the same in your houses. Now, it is the same kind of attitude when it comes to preaching. Preaching at Christmas is like that as well. People want to talk about the inn, what happened. People want to talk about the shepherds. People want to talk about the wise men the prophecies, the angelic appearances, and so forth. Well, unfortunately today, or fortunate today, we are looking at Christmas with Paul. To be specific, we are looking at Paul's statement about Christ's birth to the Galatian church. 
And Paul says something really amazing here. As if he was to say in summary, God is always on time. God is always on time. So we start to read in verse 26 and it reads as follows. It is through faith that all of you are God's children in union with this Jesus Christ. Christmas. Christmas time in our society, it means different things to different people. Yes, to some people, Christmas is a time for gifts. For others, it's a time for trees and wreaths and reindeer and Santa Claus, you name it. And I love what this church has done, among others, to, to actually display the tree, Christmas tree festival, to just help us to think through what it means and what constitutes Christmas. But Christmas is not always a time of joy. Later on today, we're going to have what is called Blue Christmas Service, which is a low part within the Christmas kind of celebration. Because for some, Christmas brings about a sense of poverty, loneliness, pain, memories that are not so good for others. But to the child of God, Christmas is a time to celebrate the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ into the world. It is a time to worship. It is a time to remember, to thank God for his grace and, and rejoice that there is a Redeemer. It is a time for joy. It is a time, time for peace and wonder as we take the time to think about all God did and continues to do in our lives today. And so we read in verses 4 and 5 of chapter 4, but when the right time finally came, God sent his own son he came as the son of a human mother and lived under the Jewish law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might become God's children. And I want to linger. I want you to think about some of those words when the right time finally came. What a God we have who is in time who does thing in, things in time and what the opposite we are. How impatient we become when things don't work out according to our timing and according to our plans. When our prayers are not answered as we want. When difficulties persist. But God is always on time. Now we cannot only we cannot talk about God being in time without some few reflections. Let me bring some of them to to life again in the Old Testament. Remember Joseph sold into slavery and imprisoned. He becomes the prime minister to Egypt in time. Moses, preserved in the desert, becomes the deliverer in time God was right on time when the birth of Christ came right in time the promise in the garden the prophecies the silence that Graham spoke about last week the action the angelic activity the texting the crowded in the birth the shepherds the wise men everything just on time God will be right on time even in his second coming some of us doubt that and I would like to encourage you to believe in a God who comes in time right on time he is always on time and I think the challenge that this brings to us as we look at our own timing now and what's going on in our lives today, the difficulty is to see the opportunities God offers 
when we find ourselves in those places when things don't make sense. But God meets us there and he gives us strength to look forward. And we look forward to a God that comes in time. I like what the NIV says, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law in, in a given context. The good, news, the good news translation that we read says, God sent his own son. He came as the son of human mother and lived under the Jewish law. That's where we are all. And God comes right there where we are. He knows we are within certain laws and we are living in confined environments, whatever we may want to, to call it. He comes to those situations. And when you think of it, when you try to think of it, of a child born like Christ born, you see a sense of helplessness in a child. But what Paul is trying to give us, he's giving us a perspective into saying that's not, that's not as far as our God is. He was God from the beginning as we had last week. But he came as a child. How strange that God should choose this entrance to the world. But how great the degree of humility he displays to us laid in a manger and yet being God. And I want to emphasize this. God will meet you where you are today. In verse 4, but when the right time finally came, God sent his own son. He came as the son of a human mother and lived under the Jewish law to do what? to redeem those who were under the law so that we might become God's children. God wants to change people from what they are to what they can be. God continues to develop us into his loving children set apart for him and for his glory. So I want to close this by reading once again in verses 6 to show that you are his children. God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who cries out, Father, my father. So then you are no longer a slave, but a child. And since you are his child, God will give you all that he has for his children. Now here is a perspective that I want you to walk away with today it is this you are a child of God I know we could be in those moods like everybody else but there's something that is more powerful for us to proclaim to the world we are children of God and God comes to us in time may God empower us that in this season of Christmas and Advent, we know who we are. We are loved by him. And he cares about the details of our lives. In good time, he comes to rescue us. In good time, he comes to give us a sense of peace. We're going to sing our next hymn, which almost assures us of this blessed assurance Jesus is mine.
We now join together in our prayers for others, and our prayers for others today are taken and based on the Iona community's prayers for justice and for peace. Let us pray. Just and merciful God, we glimpse your presence in the world you have created. We glimpse it in its music, in the beauty of nature, in the poetry around us. We glimpse your presence in the diversity and the fertility of this world, with the possibility of food for everyone. We glimpse your presence in a dream of a full life for all your children. Lord, we feel your presence often in our world. Yet we also see power misused. We see beauty and peace marred with discord and divisive things happening to humanity. We admit to you now that we forget the suffering that happens all around us. We admit that we think and pray for only the most recent situations that we see in the news or right in front of our eyes but we often forget the suffering that isn't right in front of our eyes. Remind us of the suffering today in the Ukraine, where we know that the deaths and serious injuries have gone over half a million people. We admit that we're so easily distracted and can only see the most current things in front of us. Just a merciful God, We pray for peace, not just in those places we see in today's news, but in places forgotten or cast to the back of our minds. We pray for situations close to home as well, where in Glasgow, only a few miles up the road, rough sleeping this winter is up by 400%. We pray for May's family and friends as they start to feel what it is to live in a world without her. We pray for those who feel deep pressure this Christmas time, who feel the pressure to look perfect, to have perfect gifts, and to have perfect situations of family around them. Lord, remind us that the first Christmas was far from perfect and you love us in our imperfection. Remind us that we are all made in your image. Remind us that we are not called to be passive instruments, but champions for Christ. And in a moment of silence, we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world today whether close or far away, who are suffering. Lord, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll now sing together our closing hymn, Love Came Down at Christmas.
May the God of peace inspire us. May the God of justice empower us. May the God of hope encourage us. And now may the adventure, the peace and the joy of knowing Jesus go with you into the world. And may his grace, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and always.